Welcome in everybody to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. And it's Friday. That means it's always time to talk to our good friend, Dr. David Chow from the score.com. You can follow him on X at Pro Football Doc. We're going to break down the injuries that are important to your fantasy shares in week nine in the NFL. And we're going to literally be thumbing our way through them. Uh, so hitchhiking might not be the best thing for Matthew Stafford, Justin Fields, still dealing with these thumb injuries. Doc, let's talk about Stafford first because we're getting very little information up until, again, it's Friday morning when we're recording this. We hope to get clarity here. But this thumb injury that Stafford is dealing with, clearly you could see that 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 injury when he went over the goal line there with the football last week where it really sort of pressed there with the ball when he hit the ground. Do you think there's a way that he plays through that Well, it's Matthew Stafford, right? So there is a way, but I would not expect it. And let's clarify here. In game on Sunday in the first half at the end, when he stuck his thumb into the opening of the helmet, we said that's an ulnar collateral ligament. In our Twitter live streams, Sports Injury Central Pro Football Doc, we said, we're not sure that he's coming back in the second half. Of course, it's Matthew Stafford. So he started the second half with not a lot of tape on it. And then, as you said, aggravated it pretty quickly and then had a huge tape job on it. And we said all along, it's ulnar collateral. Now, here's the worry for fantasy managers. And obviously, it extends to Puka Nakao and, and Cooper Cup and the whole deal down the road is, I think... Most fans took it as great news when Sean McVay said, Sean McVay said, uh, it's just a partial on a collateral. Now, it is the same thumb that Matthew Stafford had surgery on on his way from Detroit to the L.A. Rams. And here's the deal for fantasy managers. The only collateral in the thumb for a quarterback for throwing and grip to be able to spin it is as important as the only collateral Tommy John ligament in the elbow for a pitcher. Okay. Now I'm not saying that it's the same severity in terms of, oh my gosh, 18 months recovery. If he needs surgery, look, Drew Brees did it in six weeks from the surgery, et cetera, but it is that big of a deal in terms of grip. And this is why I would say that two straight DNPs, who knows what he's going to do today. Is Matthew Stafford capable of DNPs and playing, yes. I mean, he's that guy, right? It's it's not a 1A, 1B situation with the LA Rams. But I think it's very difficult to play, grip, throw the ball downfield, and be accurate with Matthew Stafford, given the ulnar collateral ligament injury to the thumb because of the lack of power in terms of grip. And if you can't grip it, you can't spin it. You can't spin it. You can't throw accurately. That's our worries related to Matthew Stafford. Yeah, that, and that I think that's a lot of worry there, especially for people who have Cup and have Puganaku and have these pieces. And and things have not gone well for the Rams. So my long term concern also is, you know, if you're in a super flex league, you've lost so many quarterbacks these last few weeks with so many injuries, and then people losing jobs on top of that with performance. That it just becomes a situation where you need to find insurance because, as Dr. Chow is telling you here, this could be a very tenuous situation, and the Rams are not going in the right direction. So if he does have to call it a season at some point and have a surgery or depending on how uh, brutal this injury is, what about Fields? Uh, Another one working his way back again, probably not this week, but do we think we will see Fields back in week 10 or potentially week 11 here? Are we going to get Fields back? And again, to your point, what's the strength like here on this thumb strain on this issue that Fields is dealing with? Is it a different sort of scenario than what Stafford's dealing with? Well, back multi-weeks ago, I think we warned fantasy managers 
that Justin Fields is a multi-week injury. Don't take the cheese that the MRI didn't show any damage. It had to show some damage for the thumb joint to pop out of place. Okay, no structural damage to need surgery. We'll take that good news. But what we said from the get-go, unfortunately, is coming true. Multi-weeks, this will be week three that he misses. And here's the worst news. There is no guarantee for week four. Most fans would say, well, he's got to play week four. Otherwise, why didn't they put him on injured reserve? They could have had the roster spot. Because he's Justin Fields. Because if there's a chance that he could return before four weeks, you carry him for that chance because he's that difference maker, especially with the roster flexibility now with practice squad call-ups and so forth. It's not as stringent as it used to be. And the Bears aren't wrong, if, uh, and the medical staff, the Bears aren't wrong in, in not putting him on injured reserve. Obviously, that, that decision is made by Ryan Poles. But it's just if there's a chance before four weeks, you keep him alive. And thus, we've been saying multi-weeks, and now we're saying it's not a guarantee next week either. What's his strength going to be like when he returns and his grip so forth? We haven't seen him practice yet, not even portions open to media. So it remains to be seen. And it's not at all, we would not at all be surprised if he misses another week here because the thumb is that important to a quarterback. Now, who are the pretenders? Who are the contenders? We're about halfway through the NFL season, but DraftKings Sportsbook is still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game, and new customers can bet just 5 bucks on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every single game day. Get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use that promo code FANTASYPROS, and new customers can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with that promo code fantasy pros the crown is yours gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles Louisiana 20 one plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources all right let's talk about the shoulder of deshaun watson man the quarterback injuries just keep piling up i mean there's nothing really to say about kirk cousins achilles that we didn't already say when it came to aaron Rodgers. so hopefully uh he'll be on the mend and ready to come back next year uh Deshaun Watson though uh said he wasn't right after playing uh, in a few series in week seven against the Colts this has been a lingering issue here for a few weeks now I guess there's some people that think well it's a lingering issue but it's also PJ Walker has gotten them some competitiveness here and they seem to be rallying around a little bit I mean Deshaun Watson's the guy that you're paying Deshaun Watson's the guy you want in there so at this point here what are our expectations for Deshaun Watson? Because this has now become an injury saga, it feels like, over the last three weeks. Well, uh, I'm going to say something here. Art imitates life or fantasy imitates regular football. I mean, you can say, what is he talking about here? Deshaun Watson, per Mary Kay Cabot, a great reporter in Cleveland for the Browns. She knows what she's doing and saying. Says, just tweeted eight minutes ago, just before we hopped on here. 
Deshaun Watson took all the first team reps in the part of practice open to the media Friday. And certainly looks like he's starting Sunday versus the Cardinals. Okay. I trust Mary Kay Cappen. However, he's been LP, LP, we don't know. Is he FP or LP? We don't know. I've been saying all week since the beginning of the week, unless Deshaun Watson gets a full week of LP of FPs or at least multiple FPs, I don't see the Browns trusting him. Not from the perspective that they don't like him or shoulder, but look at all the start stops that have happened in this saga. And fantasy managers who have Deshaun Watson have lived it, right? Uh, Number one, week three injury finishes the game. Week four, all signs pointing to play, no big deal. And a pregame surprise inactive DTR plays. Then the bye week. And if you're that close to being ready to play week four, everyone assumed he's playing week six after the bye. And he didn't practice all week and missed week six. Then you go to week seven and he gets in an FP or practice at the end of the week. Brown's head coach says, let's see how he feels afterwards. They trust him to start him. He goes one for five in a pick, takes a not bad hit and exits the game kind of on coaching choice because his shoulder was bothering him. He was available to return if PJ Walker got hurt, but yet he was out Now you're looking at out week eight, and now, once again, at best today, one FP. Do you as a fantasy manager trust that? And what do you think the Browns are thinking? (laughs) That's my art imitates life. Uh, I think the Browns are – I'll tell you what the Browns are thinking, Doc. The Browns are thinking – what did we do? We we made it a massive potential mistake here. Uh, and then I and I think everybody knew the risk it was. And I understand why you take those kind of risks on certain players, because you think at this age, we can get things right and give them a second chance. And and that's fair. But it does. It has not been a good scene so far for these last two seasons. Yeah. And so so to me, look, fantasy and, and real football are obviously different. Like once you put Deshaun Watson in, that's your guy. So can you really trust him assuming that he's even going to be there? I think you need to make alternate plans. Okay, what plans can you have? Now, for a football team, it can be different. Can they activate him and activate two quarterbacks behind him and see what happens? Okay, but that's also not the way games are game planned. You game plan for a certain quarterback, so to speak, and they already did that in week seven, five throws, and he was out. I think this is going to be a very interesting decision, but I strongly lean towards the Browns saying, look, we're just going to ride our defense play PJ Walker and uh, you know, wait till Deshaun Watson really is healthy. Well, it's because of all the literally miscommunication. As we were talking, I got an update on my playbook of fantasy process. Deshaun Watson took all the first team reps in uh, the part of practice open to the media Friday. Right. And that's, and that's what Mary Kay Cabot said. Now here's the thing. First team reps in the part of practice open to media. That's a very small window. This does not mean he's FP. And the week seven, he was FP, and he played, and he didn't last. So here we are. Now, are the Browns doing that because they really want to start him and they trust him on the shoulder? Maybe. Or the Browns doing that to mislead the Cardinals into thinking Deshaun Watson now has a chance to go because of these first-team reps. It remains to be seen. It's been one of the biggest mysteries all year. But at this point in time, like I said, Art, life, fantasy, and real football, you get to live it, you guys, and figure out what you want to do. Well, I mean, I always say that real football is what impacts your fantasy leagues. And this is why, you you know, you're very careful of certain investments in certain situations. 
His was a very interesting uh, boomer bust kind of situation for him. And so far it has uh, unfortunately been the latter. Let's take a quick break in the action. We talk a lot about what makes winners on this show. And there's one thing all teams, coaches and players have in common, and that's preparation. Planning is the key for everyday life, too, and a great way to be prepared for the unexpected is to join Air MedCare Network, America's largest air ambulance membership network. Air MedCare Network providers operate state-of-the-art helicopters that can respond to critically ill or injured patients who need emergency medical transport. These flights can be very expensive, but as an Air MedCare Network member, you won't see a bill for your flight when flown by one of their providers. That's right, you'd pay nothing. You can become a member of Air MedCare Network for just $99 per year, and right now our list get up to an $80 MasterCard or Amazon e-gift card when they join and use that offer code FANTASYPROS. That's FANTASYPROS, one word, no spaces, FANTASYPROS. Make financial peace of mind part of your game plan. Visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash FANTASYPROS. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash FANTASYPROS today. And now back to the action. One last guy I want to talk to you about today is Aaron Jones. He has a lot of tread on the tires. He's one of the typical running backs. We get to that fifth, sixth year of, and you start to see the body start to break down a little bit. This hamstring injury that creeped up in week one, it's been lingering all year. He missed time on the IR. He came back. He has not looked like himself. He continues to be a limited guy in practice. I guess the question is, in your opinion, with what you've seen so far and the lack of explosiveness from Aaron Jones, are we going to see the Aaron Jones that we're used to seeing at all in 2023? Or should we just let that notion go as we're approaching our own fantasy trade deadlines very quickly? Well, I'll address Aaron Jones in one second here, but just to let everyone know, I'm one of those fantasy managers that selected Deshaun Watson boomer bust based on draft position. Oh, many did. Many did. And a lot of us still made um investments in cooper investments in elijah moore i was very high in elijah moore because i thought if things went right that was the piece that i thought could really be something and you know what it's been nothing it's been very well you know i I, but again it was a much lesser cost this offseason i made a conscious decision this is my fourth time playing real fantasy all scott fishbowl against big boy real people we got to get you in more leagues yeah because that is such an early draft it's too early to be great but what about aaron Jones? because i know we're up against my 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 point is my draft philosophy changed I did well. I won the division, and and but I always got bounced Marty, Marty Schottenheimer style from the playoffs. So this year, <laughs> I tried to draft more boom potential to to make a real run, and it's costing me in the regular season. My two quarterbacks, you're gonna laugh, Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> yeah, it's not gone <laughs> so well. Not good. That's, that's why you need the autopilot feature. Just the uh, fantasy pros that let it just kind of take you on. But what about Jones? Jones I mean, here's is this the thing with Jones. is a lost season for him? <laughs> there was a philosophical choice. Play Jones at less than 100%, less explosive than normal, but get production out of him or shut him down for a longer period of time and get him back healthy. They chose the former. Will he get back to his form later on this season? I think he will, barring a setback. But, of course, it's a longer road if you keep, quote, picking at the scab. Um, And, Joey, I feel like I've been so negative today. I will throw one out there that we didn't talk about. I don't have a lot of worries about Josh Allen and his shoulder. 85% 85% is a good day. So at least that's a piece of good news. And then the final thing before we get off is my guys say the fantasy pro guys and the sports and new central guys have arranged some promo to get sick data and the injury data in terms of looking at the health of offensive line or defensive front sevens or secondary. And you can get it for free at sports injury central. If you put in uh, promo code pros for fantasy pros, 
Uh, that's one of the things that uh, we have worked out this week. I guess the guys above my pay grade and maybe your pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this. I'm very happy that you gave us a positive on Josh Allen. I think we all needed some good news there. So that's good. Uh, again, go follow him. Uh, over at Pro Football Doc on X, and make sure you also go check out the sixcore.com. They do tremendous work there, all the injury reporting there, and the analysis and the breakdowns. Nobody better in the whole industry. That'll do it for us, but the story of the game goes on. For Dr. Chow, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.